0: Log Talk Radio. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Grace and Peace, Heart to Heart. This is Anobia Bailey coming from the upper part of the Pacific Northwest outside of Seattle. Today's episode is entitled, Do Our Tongues Have Bragging Rights? In the Bible, the book of James, chapter 3, verse 5 says, The tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Verse 6, it is a fire. Verse 8, no human can tame it. And verse 9, we use it to bless the Lord God and to curse people who are made in his image imagine it's like a fourth tongue. on the one hand we bless and on the other hand we curse chapter two of our book words that hurt words that heal is entitled aren't i terrific this chapter will help us to discern the words, the type of talk that should come out of our mouths, and ready us or prepare us to dispense words of healing. So Carol Mayhall, our author begins. It has happened at least three times in the last two weeks. And in one case, I was the culprit, scene one. I answered the doorbell's insistent ring to discover a well-dressed gentleman standing there with a package intended for my next door neighbor who is in the repair business. I can't raise George, he said, and I need this repaired before I leave for Denver later this afternoon, trying to be helpful. I said, well, sometimes he can't hear the doorbell over the noise of his machines. Then would you mind if I use your phone to see if he's there, he questioned. In the brief time of walking to the phone in the kitchen and returning to the front door, I learned that he was to meet the president of a local bank for lunch. They were eating at an exclusive club in town and he was a very busy man whose time was too important to waste getting something repaired. I blinked as he vanished and thought to myself, now why did he tell me all of that? Scene two. I met a Christian speaker at the Denver airport, and we chatted for five minutes. In that time, I was told the number of people to which she spoke, which was 150, how many received Christ, and how God has blessed in every way. Scene three. As a friend and I were leaving a restaurant, the hostess invited us to put our business cards into a bowl for a drawing for a free lunch. I don't have any business cards, I replied. The hostess said that she was going to have some made for her second job, which was a sales manager of a local company. I said, well, I guess I could have some maid that say writer or something. This of course forced the hostess to ask what I wrote. I guess that made me feel more like a somebody. But why did I say anything? It was totally unnecessary. Name dropping, place dropping, event dropping, even successful ministry dropping, oh, we would admit it, especially to ourselves. We'd say it was sharing answers to prayer or giving cause for rejoicing, and it may be. Only God can judge our motives. Yet scripture tells us, let another praise you and not your own mouth, someone else and not your own lips. Good, sweet water and salty, poisoned water cannot come from the same well. But many of us try the impossible when it comes to words. The Apostle James says clearly, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? One way we continually, oops, this is a hard word, but one way we continually contaminate the well of speech is by bragging or boasting. Most of us are adept at both in subtle and not so subtle ways. I often do one or the other without conscious thought. One morning, Jack and I attended a prayer breakfast for our city. I planned to leave 15 minutes before it concluded to get to a speaking engagement. I decided to slip to the back of the large room before the speaker started and listen from there so I wouldn't disturb anyone when I left. I explained this to the table hostess by saying, I'm going to go to the back because I have to leave early for speaking engagements. True, why didn't I merely say, please excuse me? I have to leave a bit early for an appointment. Obviously we mustn't become overly concerned about this Many times we want to and should share things with friends. And simply because we are human, we will tell things from our point of view. But the difference between sharing information and boasting is in who gets the glory. Two people shared similar ministry experiences. One said, God really used me. I led three people to Christ, and many others commented on how my message helped them. The others said, as a result of your prayers, God worked in a wonderful way. Two people received Christ, and many expressed that they were touched by his hand. In the first instance, our attention is focused on the speaker. In the second, it is focused on God. It is not good to eat much honey, nor is it glory to search out one's own glory. You see, when we seek out our own glory, we are usurping the glory of God. Name, place, and event dropping are boasting, and boasting is often on lists of characteristics of godless people in the Bible. Boasting is straight from a world that is going to pass away. God's definition of boasting and my definition are a universe apart. I think of someone as bragging when he says or means, man, I'm a really talented guy or I'm a really talented gal. According to God's word, it is bragging when we say, I'm going to Denver next week. Hard to believe, isn't it? But the book of James includes a helpful explanation. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money, why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast and brag. All such boasting is evil. The word translated "brag" in verse 16 literally means a wandering quack, a braggart boast about things that he or she cannot control and promises more than he or she can deliver. Now, what is this driving at, and why is it boasting? When I say I'm going to Denver next week, I'm implying that I'm in total control of what I do or don't do, and that just is not true. A cold breath from God can bring the city to a standstill under three feet of snow, or even more, or I may have to take care of my sick husband. I do not have control over my life. My times and timing are in God's hand. Of course, you and I aren't going to go around packing on the phrases if God allows or if God wills to every sentence of intent. But it, it, is that the attitude of your heart, of my heart? Do we say, I'm going to go to the conference this weekend while in our heart we hold those plans up to the will and control of the Father. Somehow, I doubt that most of us even think about that. Certainly, we have been unaware that we have been boasting. Perhaps we need to examine our heart to pray, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Concerning boasting, not if we do, but to degree then we must ask God for his healing light to be beamed on it, exposing it, and cleansing it from our life and speech. When we boast and brag about ourselves, our accomplishments, our importance, or our status, we are not only committing a sin of commission, but too of omission. Bragging draws attention to the eye of pride which is a sin of commission, but we are also failing to give God the glory and failing to edify or build up. In studying Ephesians 4, I was struck by the fact that we are to build up or edify not ourselves, but our fellow Christians. My inevitable question, as the Lord spoke gently to my heart, was, Yes, Lord, I want to do that, but please tell me how. As he often, got, as he often does, God quietly said, I've already told you. As I re-studied the chapter, I discovered God's instructions. He says, the key to edifying others lies in who I am and in how I speak. So I wrote. I am to be completely humble and gentle, patient, forbearing in unity with one another, peaceful, sharing whatever gift I have with others, mature and hard working. I am to speak the truth in love, never lie, without sinning in anger, quickly to work through conflict wholesome words, that which is profitable, with no bitterness, rage, slander, or malice, kindly, compassionately, with understanding, and with forgiveness. As I stared at what I'd written, I thought, this is a lifetime project. It became very clear that boasting or bragging cannot coexist with being the kind of person who will edify others. I desperately need God's help in this. First in making me sensitive to areas of boasting, and then in helping me change those areas. But God has promised his help. A little boy was trying to move a huge rock. He pulled and pushed and tried to move it with leverage from a board, all to no avail. His dad asked him, son, have you used all your resources? The son said, yes, dad. I've tried everything, and I can't make it move. His father replied, no, you haven't. You haven't asked me to help you. The Holy Spirit enables. He is our resource. He alone enables the light to shine through us to help us in what we are and what we say so that we can edify other believers. He alone can make the poisoned well of our speech pure and free of boasting.